0: Welcome and good evening. Tonight I have a couple of true eerie paranormal ghost stories that I'm sure will have the hairs in the back of your neck standing up. With that said, let's begin. I work in a second-hand bookshop in Edinburgh's old town. We buy books from people as well as selling them. We used to do it over the counter, but that changed due to Covid. Now we do it all over email. They'll send us pictures and descriptions of what they've got, and we tell them what we'd offer. So this guy comes in one evening towards the end of my Friday shift with a copy of The Rosicrucians, Their Rites and Mysteries by Hargrave Jennings. A first edition about this Templar order and their weird beliefs. The book was in pretty bad shape, needed repaired before we could sell it, which of course affected the price we'd offer for it. So he hands it over to me. I take out the email and say, OK, we've offered £20 for this, is that still OK? The guy says, actually, I wondered if I could get a little more for it fair enough question, but I explained to him as it was the owner who had appraised the book in question and not me, I wasn't keen on overriding his offer. Plus, as stated, the book wasn't in the best shape. The guy immediately says that's fine, I'd rather get rid of it. Struck me as an odd statement. So fool I am, I asked, how come? Without missing a beat, the guy says, that book's haunted, man. Really bad energy. All kinds of weird things have been happening when I was in my house. I just want rid of it. This I wish I hadn't heard. I get spooked real easy, and the shop is... a conductive environment for getting spooked if the conditions are right. For example, being told I'm holding a haunted book. Like one time a woman came up to me and was like, what's the deal with that old teddy bear in the shop? I'm like, "Uh, I, I don't know, I think they belonged to one of the owners when he was a kid. And she was like, oh right, you see I'm a psychic and there's the spirit of this little girl sitting down in that corner. I begged her to stop telling me, but she wouldn't, and I got spooked, so yeah. Anyway, we bought the book off the guy. I stuck it in the back office awaiting repair. The following week, I was in my other job broadcasting, working cameras in the TV gallery, just chatting with the director, Pete. I told him the story, which he thought was cool. The next week, same deal, I'm in the gallery again, talking with Pete again, and he was like, you're not going to believe it. Pete has another job as well. He works for a charity which runs like a chill out space for people who are trying to get back on their feet. Somewhere they can come, hang out, use computers and talk. He had been chatting to a guy there who told him a story about a book he just sold, a haunted book. It took a few weeks of back and forth, Pete's only in there once a week, of me and the rest of the gallery crew demanding he get more information until we had a clearer picture. So this guy is apparently a sensitive, has been since he was a wee kid. He, like many other people in the area until the policy changed with COVID, used to go around charity shops looking for books to buy cheap and sell to us for slightly more. It was a decent deal which benefited everyone. Shame we don't do it anymore. So he sees this book in a charity shop one day, looks it over and decides on balance not to buy it, as it's not in the best condition. The next day, however, he finds himself back in the charity shop, in his words, compelled, almost against his will, to buy the book. He buys it and brings it home where it sits on his coffee table. Like he told me, almost immediately weird things start to happen in the house, odd vibes, seeing things out of the corner of his eye, just a general awareness that all is not well. Then his sister is around one day and notices the book. She's apparently a sensitive as well. She picks up the book to have a look and drops it almost immediately. In his words, can't stress that enough, the book had burned her hands. Like she had visible burns after handling it, so he decides he needs rid of it and that's when he contacts the bookshop about selling it, and I come into contact with him. Over the few weeks that we'd been gathering the information through Pete, I'd been feeling a bit weird myself, like seeing things in the corner of my eye, misplacing things and finding them in odd places. Nothing totally unexplainable, but it was just a bit off, a bit ill at ease. Then I started having dreams like a series of dreams about being possessed, or something trying to possess me. In the most memorable one, there was this entity called the Maybe, which was trying to possess me, which I described in the dream as being like the Dora the Explorer, with sharpened teeth and missing all her skin. So I, I wasn't having the best time. After a while of this, my partner spoke to her mum, who suggested a couple of things. Sort of folk remedies and such, she's Spanish, and there's a fairly strong line folk wisdom in her family. In the end, what we did was, one evening in silence, placed four piles of salt, one in each corner of the bedroom, then took two pairs of finger symbols I have and again in silence, walked around the room chiming in them. Chiming them under the bed, in the window seat storage, in the wardrobe, and all the little nooks and crannies. It was a really nice thing to do, it felt really peaceful. After that, I felt a lot better and the dreams went away. I had a few more possession dreams since, but I'd say they are unrelated. Eventually the book got repaired and we listed it online and it sold almost immediately to someone in America. As a footnote, I spoke to one of the shop's owners about the book. The one who'd first appraised it and who repaired it. We were in the shop and I pointed it out to him and told him the story. By that point I was refraining from touching it. And he picked it up, leafed through it and said, Nah, I don't think it's haunted. I asked how he could be so sure and he said, My dad, the former owner, used to hold seances in here. You sort of get a feel for that kind of thing. Okay, so my mum passed away on June the 1st of this year. It's been pretty rough, but I've been dealing with it. My wife is my rock, and I wouldn't be able to do it without her. My mum wanted to be buried. She didn't want to be cremated, but we honestly didn't have enough for a burial. The coat we had got was almost 25k, and we just didn't have it. So we had her cremated. I have some of her ashes for an urn that I'm making. The rest of her ashes were buried in a family plot that was already paid for in the 1940s that my grandpa was supposed to be buried in, but he was buried in the veteran's section instead. My mum always believed that she should be complete when buried, not broken up like I did. So about a month after her death and two weeks after her memorial service, I had my first dream. I have her wardrobe chest and it has a mirror in the door. In my dream I saw her in the mirror as she looked when she was 40. She looked happy and healthy again. She was smiling and I felt a sense of calm. My sister had a dream that same night about my mum too. I felt some closure because we weren't in the hospital when she passed because when they called us it went to voicemail for all of us, me and my two siblings and I didn't get the message until hours later. I didn't get to see her the day before because we were at my nephew's wedding. She saw her pictures and the family all together dressed nicely and having a good time. She passed the next morning after being in the hospital for several weeks. Anyway, a few days after the dream, there is a picture from her house that is leaning against the wall next to my bed. It was thrown off the wall and would have hit me if my nightstand hadn't been in the way. The same night, my son's pillow that is a smiley face was moved to a chair so that it was facing him and smiling. He got the pillow from her house. It was her favourite pillow. Last week, I was going to sleep in my bed and someone patted me on the head. Nothing else happened, but I couldn't get to sleep the rest of the night. Last night I was in my office, and we have a baby swinging there behind my desk. I got real cold, and then when I was getting up to go to bed, I saw the swing moving. It would swing, stop for a second, then swing again. I got my wife and I'm still doing it. My wife noticed that it was turned on to the lowest setting, but I'd been off for the entire day before that. My daughter kept waking up and crying last night like she was having bad dreams, but she's only 9 months old. I know that my house is haunted by the past resident. I've seen his spirit out by the pond in the moonlight before. He shot himself out by the pond about 12 years ago. I bought a house from his widow. I've seen a shadow from time to time in the kitchen too. I'm not really asking for advice, but I know that I'm not crazy. These things have been happening and I've witnessed it with my own eyes. I felt the touches in the cold. I just wanted someone out there to listen to it.